ஹிஸ்டரி how did they handle human waste then uh so um so in the, in the villages they actually didn't have to handle it what they did was that in the uh, in ancient india the villagers would never defecate somewhere uh, in inside the house or close to the house they used to walk a long distance as far as they could uh, away from ha- habitation and relieve themselves and uh, they actually took a lot of care they did not defecate in an ignorant manner like just do it anywhere so they would choose a place which is okay where it's you're not growing crops that are eat, eaten directly you know some of the plants which are just plucked out and eaten they would not do it that, uh, do it there so they would go to some other place where there was nothing growing or if it's something is going it's not eaten directly maybe grasses and such things and um, so the reason they went so far away they didn't want their food or water to be contaminated because they totally knew that if they do uh, if they defecate close to where they are living then uh, insects and all these things would settle uh, fly over it and bring those particles into the food and indoors so that's the reason they used to go far away um and then after defecation uh, they used to cover up the feces with soil so that you know it would naturally be absorbed by the soil and uh, no, the insects would not be able to spread the infection they also took care not to go near any water body so they would not just go and do into the water or something they would be away from water bodies rivers and also away from habitations and then the left hand they would carry a little bit of water with them and they would use the left hand for anal washing uh, that hand would be washed with some natural soap and the left hand would not be used for eating so they just wanted to be very very sure that you're not you know infecting yourself by using that hand so imagine so today we have that practice we don't use the left hand to eat and all that it comes from those times okay and um, in uh, ancient india it was possible to find those kind of places which are far away isolated places uh, away from water bodies so it was uh, it was easier to do that but in the cities uh, they didn't uh, go in the open they used latrines okay like for example we have the uh, in harappan civilization it's famous for that there are toilets found there in those uh, houses because that was an urban civilization it was not just uh, harappa by the way there were many other cities like that all over india which had those kind of toilets uh, but what we find is the people of the saraswati sindhu civilization were the earliest to use uh, latrines soap pits cesspools pipes and channels they used all these things for uh, wastewater disposal they had both a centralized system as well as they had decentralized system so in many places you will find that there's one centralized system and in others you find there are decentralized uh, places uh, systems of treatment okay and so we are talking about something like 8000 years ago they knew all these things um and uh, some toilets they just had holes in the ground while others had actually seats there were toilet seats as well now um the thing is they used uh, terracotta pipes which they were they used terracotta pipes and brick uh, lined uh, soap pits Th- these have been found in takshashila delhi ujjain arikamedu tamil nadu all these places 
and in fact if we do more excavations we'll come to know more about these things right in fact in arika medu they even have industrial wastewater treatment because arika medu used to produce textiles which were exported to rome and all that and they 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 have found uh, industrial wastewater treatment systems there but uh, the majority of the people they lived in the villages and uh, so they used to do open defecation but in a very controlled and knowing way uh, uh, and then what happened is after the muslim occupation of india then it became common for the harems you know the harems where the women were kept inside uh, forts it became common for them to have rows of toilets indoors because the royal women were not allowed to go out and uh, so that's what, then the practice of you know carrying the waste started where somebody has to carry the waste from those toilets and put it take it out and uh, put it in the fields and uh, that's how the manual scavenging process came about and this is exactly what was happening in europe as well in europe also the same thing of manual scavenging you know night soil workers all these were the people used to carry the waste from the toilets and dispose it off uh in the during the muslim rule they were using slaves the captured slaves during wars they were being used to do this job and that's how you know so many they even used sometime people from the royal family to do this kind of job dirty job so that you know ultimately they would get demoted and uh, humiliated all these things happened so so is there no record of uh, this kind of manual scavenging from uh, prior to the mughal period is is that yeah i mean in in uh, in uh, indus valley and all we know that they had uh, pipes and all which were going into the soak pits and those those places they there would have probably been people carrying the waste from there putting it but uh, not in the manner uh, that like the way it was uh, uh, you see it in uh, during the muslim period we, so there must have been in the urban systems there there would have been people taking out that waste putting it in the fields we don't have too much of record of that uh but we know that most people in the villages they were just doing open defecation yeah. so it was natural waste waste management you nobody had to carry it or anything like that in yeah. the villages so actually you know um, we hear so much negative about open defecation right so this is like the the pits of the bane of our indian culture uh, and all it seems actually like that's a where the space of is available where uh, you know the geographical location permits it it's not fully open from what you were saying it they used to actually dig a pit and do yes. it so in in when done in that way it seems to be the most uh, scientific and appropriate method of uh, disposal yes. uh, in and those times yes it was definitely scientific because remember the population was not much so in those days because today we see the thing is it was suitable for those times because villages were far apart so they could find a place far away and do their job and it wouldn't affect them it wouldn't come back to them all that uh, you know those uh, what do you call them when the bacteria is decomposing it and all that wouldn't come back to hurt hurt them it wouldn't come it wouldn't come back into their food but uh, now i mean today it's not relevant but in those days it was definitely very scientific right right okay now now that we've talked about how they handled it in ancient india what was happening in other parts of the world around the same time so in other parts of the world also they started with open defecation uh, initially but then after that they discovered that you know let's have these toilets where we can do this uh, do it in a privacy and then let get somebody to do it uh, somebody to physically carry it off so that's how this whole concept of night soil came night soil means you know uh, people who would come in the night and take it away so until um, as late as the 20th century the human excrement 
uh, in the cities they used to be removed physically from the cesspits it was called cesspits and privies in uh, europe europe you know all this london and all they had those people uh, coming and collecting it from the houses now the interesting thing is they had something called the miasma theory in europe until very recently miasma theory it is now an uh, obsolete theory which is completely defunct but what they believed was that diseases are caused by bad air or bad smell foul odors so they thought that if you remove the bad smell from your house then you are going to be fine you are going to be sick so that's the thing you asked earlier you know about the flush toilets the, the reason why they became popular it was because of the uh, miasma theory uh so the uh, the the londoners were very happy when the flush toilets were introduced because they thought we are sending the smell away from the house so that's going to make us very healthy and strong uh so they did not understand that if this excreta uh you send it away but you send it to the thames thames river which is flowing through your city then it is going to hurt your come back to your drinking water they didn't know that in fact they thought the more you send the waste to the thames river the safer it is for the residents so it's very funny that you know the london's administrators you know the sewer 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 commissioners whatever they were called they were proudly announcing that a large volume of um, human waste has been sent from london uh, houses to the city uh, from the city's toilets has been deposited in the river and they are actually telling you this much uh, tons of uh, waste we have deposited in thames river so now we are going to be safe so when when cholera broke out in london in 1832 they did not understand it was because they were flushing their excreta into the river uh, and then in fact the sale of flush toilets went up when cholera broke out more and more toilets were sold flush toilets which were sending uh, the waste into the thames and and imagine this was in the 19th century whereas we in india already knew what the ancient uh, texts were saying that rivers should not be polluted right and uh, so that's how in the 1900s uh, they understood that we need to have treatment plants when they realized they finally they finally made the connection that cholera was being caused because uh we are sending waste into the very river from where we take drinking water that's when finally the treatment plants came about in the 1900s the treatment plants came up which treated the sewage before uh, discharging it into the river and that's how the whole subject of sanitary engineering or public health engineering wastewater engineering all these subjects developed as a result of that and then it became a discipline of uh, civil engineering that's what i studied it's it's amazing right that you you know they thought it was okay even if you drank some of it hmm. uh, and consume some of it as long as you don't smell it yes it you remain healthy yes. so um that's yeah. what they thought until the 1900s that was what they were doing and unfortunately then this whole uh you know uh, practice of polluting rivers was wholesale you know imported and uh, you know into india and took root and now you know it's that, it's, that is mainstream now that is mainstream so we have got this is what we have in all the cities now where we are using water to take away our waste and then we are spending so much money to treat it the treatment plants if at all we are treating it that's what it is right enjoy listening to the agastya r Is there something you really liked or would like to see in a future episode? Agastya Gurukulam welcomes your feedback either by phone or text message at 919-294-4800 or by email at info at radionaira.com or by online chat messaging 
at radionaira.com.